You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, Brandon went to WonderCon, and I'm going to ask him all about it. That's it. <laughs> Woo! So here's here's the deal, right? Um, if you've watched Wayne's World, if you have seen any behind the scenes where they're producing any sort of video, oftentimes uh, someone will count down to give everybody an idea of when uh, you're going to start. Uh, and oftentimes they go five, four, three, two, and they don't say one. And the reason they don't say one is because the expectation is whoever starts the recording uh, you don't want to hear the one, but you want to start at the right time. So if you're if you're watching this on video and you're like, why did it start with Brandon saying one and then everything's starting? <laughs> maybe, maybe, I don't maybe, know. Maybe my head's know. not just in the, in the game uh, t- today. <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's what it is. Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hey, everybody. I'm, I'm Brandon. And what a wonderful time we're going to have uh, today. <laughs> Here on Apathetic Enthusiasm, we, we've got a great show for you, and here's what we're going to do on this show. This is a, a very special show in the sense that so special. Travis basically has nothing to talk about, whereas last week we went into 18-some-odd minutes of him talking about <laughs> single-dadism and just meandering through a topic for so long. You're getting that from me today. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, it's Brandon Stern. Uh, but before we get into that, uh, for any new listeners or if you're new here uh, and you want to follow this podcast on any social medias, you can do that. We're on Twitter at Apathusiast. I am at Jogomino. He is at Barnyard Cruise. Uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash Apathetic Enthusiasm Show. You can send us emails, Apathetic Enthusiasm Show at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Instagram. Posting them reels now. Mm. We'll, we'll talk about that for a minute. Uh, it's at apathetic underscore enthusiasm. Uh, and then you can find our website, apatheticenthusiasm.com for this podcast and other podcasts as well. Streaming live right now, twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm, or you can get videos over at youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Finally, big shout out to all the patrons at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Thanks for supporting the show. Uh, if you're a patron over there and you're not checking out the post show videos, uh, those are now available for you over at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. All right, that's it. Housekeeping done. 18 minutes of Brandon rambling. He was Here. born a rambling man. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that song. You know, you know who sings that song, Travis? Uh, 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 Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Kevin, Kevin Spacey and the Spacey Bros. That's right. It's very problematic, which is why we yeah, don't usually we yeah. usually don't talk about yeah, that I was song. Surprised you brought that up. Um, uh, yeah, it's the Almond Almond Brothers. Almond, Almond the Almond Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you you can find their services over at your local Starbucks uh, if you want to get a chai latte with Almond Brothers milk with almond syrup. <laughs> um, okay, all right, all right. Enough, enough, enough of this this silly shit. Uh, here we go. Here's here's what here's what the deal is. Uh, today's episode, we're talking. We talked about this last week. We talked about this t- tail end last week. Um, 
after the 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 very sad uh death news uh well before after uh, back it doesn't matter the fact is we're talking today you know what let's let's just start this again hey everybody i'm brand okay so here we're going um so this this weekend i went to anaheim Oh, Anaheim, California, right across the street from Ye Old California Adventure, which is a Disneyland extension park. Uh, that's probably not the right terminology for it, but uh, I mean, it's a theme park, a part of the Disneyland Resort. OK, yeah. All right. All right. Um, sure. Across from downtown Disney. Um, sure. A- across from the hotels that adjacent are adjacent to the Grand Disney's Grand California Resort. which you can actually enter into California Adventure from the hotel. Is that right? Yeah. All right. Well, tell me me more about that. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I was born (laughs) rambling. So this weekend I went to Anaheim, as as I said before, but it was WonderCon 2023. Uh, And so that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to try to get through this in a fairly focused way um, once this part is over with um well, but let me let me interview you a little bit that yeah. way um that way i have some part of this discussion uh, i guess all right <laughs> um and first and foremost as as you found out that you're going to be going to WonderCon and you're getting ready to head down to anaheim um what was what did you have anything kind of pre-planned or anything that you were focused or, or excited to see while you were down there did you do any research about any of the guests or any of the um I don't know, panels or anything that was going to be down there that you're going to try to check out? Any booths, any any artists, anything like that? No. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. Okay. I did. I did. I did none of that, um, which, you know, I, I I'm interested in having that conversation because, yeah, I, I we started this podcast. We started this way back in 2015. Uh, we way back when. When we were both living in Hawaii, we went to a couple of conventions there, amazing Hawaii Comic Con for for one. And when we used to do when we used, when we did those conventions, we like went with a with a plan. We were like we wanted to talk to some cosplayers, we wanted to talk to some uh, artists, some comic artists, uh, and and really any other talent that that were there. Um, you know, Matt Nastos, you know, the, the pinnacle. <laughs> I just remembered his name. Chelsea and I had a conversation about that the other day. Anyways. Um, Jeez. that's a throwback we'll talk about that oh, later geez. in the in the post show if you remind us um but uh so we used to go in with a plan and even like in tampa i would go in and be like okay i want to do a panel uh and i want to maybe try to hit these people up i would i would look at who was going to go i would follow them on twitter maybe try to reach out and be like hey i'm going to be there uh do you have a few minutes to talk this this time was a little bit different. So this is WonderCon 2023. And for those who don't know what WonderCon is, you've heard of San Diego Comic-Con. San Diego Comic-Con has a, another convention called WonderCon. So it's it's part of the same company. It's part of the same brand. Uh, but it's a smaller venue. But this one's in Hanheim versus San Diego. And every year for the last, I, I don't know, five, six, eight years <laughs> since we started this podcast, we have put ourselves on the list to uh, be on press passes for San Diego Comic-Con every, every, every year. And and part of that is also like, do you want to be on the press list for WonderCon? I'm like, sure. Yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> sorry, WonderCon people, if you're listening to this. Um, this year was the first time ever that we got 
WonderCon press passes, which like shocked the hell out of me. Like it was, it yeah. was like, whoa, hey, <laughs> the, really us, us? Oh, little old apathetic enthusiasm. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it, but I, I don't know if you're making the right decision. That, that growing uh, podcast network that's taken the world by storm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, and 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 so anyway, got press passes. All right, cool. No, let's. I'll I'll, I'll do this. Obviously, you you can you can come down. Um, and timing, so timing was not on our side. Time was not on our side. Uh, interestingly. As a, a kind of side note, uh, my father-in-law, Mitch Shower, uh, was also, he got inter, um, invited to go do a panel down there uh, to, uh, and I'll get into that that piece later. So I was already planning on going to WonderCon to kind of be there with him and kind of support him. And then then the press passes came like, okay, great. Now we're, now we're going to go down there. We had, we, we had four. We could have gotten four press passes. I used two of them, one for me, one for Chelsea. And then uh, the kiddo got him for free because he's under 12. I was just going. I didn't plan on interviewing anybody. I didn't plan on going as a, as a as press. And so I didn't, I wasn't putting my whole heart into investigation and studying and reaching out to people. I should have, but but I it was like just a different mindset, I guess, Travis, is what okay. I'm trying to say. All right. All right. Cool. What else would you Good like episode. to know? <laughs> what else would you like to know about the, about uh, the well, I mean so so with with nothing planned uh outside of 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 the one panel that you knew about. Um was there anything that was this your first time at WonderCon? It yeah, it it was. It was. And and so I didn't really know what to expect. We been to San Diego. Know know how packed that is. I know how Hawaii's been. I know how Tampa's been. Um, Megacon also in Orlando. I know how that that's been. So I, I didn't know really what to expect, how crowded it would be, how packed the panels would be. Um, and so we went, we didn't go on Friday. We went on Saturday, stayed the night, and then we uh, went back on Sunday. And we were kind of like, well, it's going to be Sunday. There's not going to be that many people. Uh, Sunday was still pretty crowded, surprisingly. Ton of booths, ton of ton of artists, ton of cosplayers. Uh, uh, the the panel selection. I wasn't. There was interesting panels. I won't. I won't uh, poop on any of the panels. There were some some good panels. Uh, I didn't get to see any of them. Um, <laughs> speaking of press passes, we also kept getting notifications like, "Hey, hey, Brandon," uh, you know, on the the BCC line. If you're interested, we're doing a press panel about Batman when Doom came to Gotham or uh, the Namco nanobites or various panels for, for, for press specific. And although that was so cool, I was also I knew I was going down with the family. So I like again, I wasn't in that that mindset, really. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, yeah, it was. It was crowded, but it was it's it wasn't like. It wasn't overly crowded, I guess. It was okay. Like you could walk around. You, it, it's it wasn't like where you're like in a in like a pack of sardines where you're like, uh, uh, and you're like, my kid is gonna disappear. He's gonna disappear. <laughs> Hold my hand. Hold. Just grab some. Grab something. Grab please, something attached. Please don't get lost because I will never find you again. Swallow this air tag. I need to know where you are. <laughs> 
uh, all right. Well, that's that's cool. Um, did you? Uh, is there anything that sort of surprised you about the venue or surprised you about the the con? Like when you first got there? Yeah. Let's let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We we parked around the corner uh, at, at our at our hotel and we walked we walked over. Um, hoofing it. Yeah, we, we just like just. Trucking along, trucking along, yeah. and we had you to go credit coaster in clear view of where you're walking. Yeah, it was it was really distracting, and we wanted we want we wanted to get our press passes. Um, that was that seemed like so 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 far out of the way. Um, I don't know if we went in the like the wrong exit or wrong entrance or something like that, but the where that coaster was, the passes where you picked up your passes and your lanyards and all that stuff was like on the complete opposite side of the convention center. Um, which was kind of, kind of, kind of strange to me, but, um, we, we saw some cool stuff. There's a a huge, huge Funko display. Uh, and it was like, yeah, I don't circus themed or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and people were going in, they would, uh, put their names in for the queue and they would wait in line, wait in line. And then they would go into the the Funko thing. And there was a bunch of people like walking around with big ass Funko bags. And I'm not really sure what was in them. Um, we were like, nah, we're not, we're not going to, we're not going to do that. Comic-Con exclusives. But it you was. You get your exclusive Bob Gurr Funko Pop. Oh, you did more yeah. research on it than I did. <laughs> well, I just follow Bob Gurr on Instagram. Um, too, Cause he's, he, he's, uh, he's an original, uh, uh, Imagineer from, from the Disney parks. Oh. Uh, he like, he, pretty much anything that had wheels in the early Disney parks he was responsible for to include the Autopia cars. Oh, um, yeah. he's the he, he's the person I hate. It's he it's his fault. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah. So that that Funko booth was really, really cool. Um, there was like a, there was at one point in time, there was like a super creepy Funko clown life size, like dancing around out front. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm not scared of it, but I don't need to interact. With like, you. I don't need to hang out with that guy. Yeah. I don't. We, we yeah. don't need to go get Mexican food. You just food. go ahead and say stay a safe distance away from me. Yeah, I appreciate it. And that. my and my kids and any of the other kids. <laughs> um, but uh, but so as far as as far as like the booths and stuff like that, standard comic con uh, convention type type stuff, right? Ton of artists, uh, ton of like toy booths, t-shirt booths, um, some CGC for grading comics. There were, there were some of that as well. Um, and uh, so yeah. I, we on Sunday is when we did most of that stuff where we uh, we we got there at around 10 o'clock. I originally I wanted to go to a panel. It was like 31 years of X-Men, the animated series. And they were they were going to talk about that. Uh, it was right at 10. Uh, we got there and and I was like, nah, I don't want to go to the panel. I'm going to hang out with, with the family. Um, and so we st- started strong looking at all the art on the, in each one of the booths. And it. <laughs> And I admit this, I get a little bit impatient where I'm like, I just want to scan. I don't want to sit there and like look at every single thing on every single booth. I admit this. Chelsea's not not as much that where she, she wants. You are to, not aligned in that. She wants she yeah. wants to look. And and then, of course, then the people start talking and then the and then so like. It's like record res- reviews, right, especially like when you have hundreds and hundreds of records you don't, you can't dedicate more than a couple of minutes to each one of these records because you have so many records to get through in such a limited period of time. 
So I'm looking at each of these booths like I I saw what I wanted. And I, I don't want anything. I'm ready to move to the next one. But I can't move yep. to the next one because if I move to the next one, then I'll already be done with that one by the time she finishes <laughs> with the first one. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Uh, so then I just kind of like step back, review, and I see, okay, cool, she's moving on. And I go to the next next booth with her. Uh, um, and, and this this time was good. This time was better for me, <laughs> I'll say, because I also was like, you know what? Be better, Brandon. Be do do better. Do better. Do better and be patient and just work with it. Uh and then, then I then I then I got over it and then I was then it was, then it was fine. Um but uh we did we we picked up a lot of stuff. We splurged, got the kids some some tortoise type stuff because he he loves Ooh. tortoises now. Uh, there's a lot nice. of Elden Ring uh Turtle Pope <laughs> uh merchandise. It's a thing. Look it up, Turtle Pope. Turtle Pope. It's okay. a giant turtle with a Pope's cap. <laughs> On, that it wears i don't know okay you, you see all right it's a, it's a thing i don't know i don't know elden ring i don't know turtle popes i uh oh. I, I i i picked up some uh some twilight zone stuff i because i'm getting back into submitting for your approval i yeah i want to support my my twilight zone artists out there so i picked up uh, a couple of twilight zone related things oh oh i like those those and, are good yeah uh my kid got a uh like a hundred dollar like uh limited edition vinyl toy and he just it was like a turtle thing and he just loved it and i didn't want to buy it but he was just so you know, such a sucker so such convincing a sucker for the kids so convincing yeah. anyway anyway oh one of the booths this this is crazy to me uh there was a game system way back in the day Back back when we were we tykes, Travis, the Turbo yeah. Graphics 16. And okay. the Turbo Graphics 16, not many people owned it. Our family owned one. We loved it. Bonk's Adventure was a game, Motor Rotor, uh, Jack Nicholas Turbo Golf. Uh really it was a it was a great, it was a great system. Uh and they it came out with one of the first portable systems as well. So the Game Boy and then time came out with Game Boy. Uh, there was the Sega Game Gear. Turbo Graphics came out with a Turbo Express portable. And what was great about this this portable system was the Turbo Graphics 16 console. You connected to your TV. It had these little game chip cards. All the all the cards were on game chips. The Turbo Express portable. You take that little game chip. You would put it in your portable device. The same one you take for your console. And you'd play it on your portable device. It ate the shit out of the batteries. Like it, the, batter, the batteries died so quickly, but it was a it was a thing. Well, over the years, I've been looking for a TurboGrafx sixteen. Uh, I a couple of years back, I found a Turbo Express portable, and uh, it was like nine hundred bucks in not a great condition. Jeez. Not and not not in not great condition. But I was like, ah oh, man. I've got money. I should buy this. I'm like, nah, no, 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 no. What do you, it's going to sit in your garage. Buy a steam deck. Well, here at WonderCon, I was I've walking through some of the booths uh, towards like the graded comics booths and graded video games are a, th are a thing now, much more now than, than they ever were. Well, there's this glass case. And in this glass case, there was, uh, mint condition paper boy for the game boy there was a mint condition like 
actual Game Boy in the box, like pristine looking. Wow. Uh, and, and, and a couple other things like that. The Paper Boy was $5,000. That's how much this, this game was. $5,000 pristine in the box. Inside this glass case also was a Turbo Express portable in the original packaging. And that box looked like it came straight from the shelf of a department store. It was amazing. And so I, I walked past it and my older brother, Tim, uh, who, who had, we, you know, he had the, the game. I was like, dude, I, 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 I found one. It's, it's probably really expensive. He's like, how much was it? I'm like, I didn't ask. I didn't ask. He's like, you got to ask. All right. So, so I, I, I'll go back. Hold I, on. I go back. I go back and I, I say, Hey, I just want to know how much this thing is here in the case. He's like, okay, yeah, let me look. And then he takes it out and it's, it's same thing like graded with the comics, right? It's wrapped in that plastic kind of bag. Um, yeah. And he's like, Oh, I don't see a price tag on it. Let me ask my, my, my boss around there. And he comes back around the corner and he's like $15,000. Oh no. Well, man, if it said that, then I would have been shocked, but it was, it was only $11,000. Holy! It was $11,000, $11,000 for this thing, man. And, and the first thing I said to him was, Oh, cool. Cool. Well, I mean, do you have another one I can get to? (laughs) And, and the dude was like, Oh yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Let me, let me ask. Like, no, no, I don't have that money, man. <laughs> yeah. That was a joke. Please put it <laughs> Please away. Don't, I know. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did like the, uh, the Chevy chase thing from vacation where I got my wallet out and was like, Oh, how much, how much you need? And then start flipping through the dollars. Like 11,000. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's <laughs> put, put the wallet back. Here. Um, Anyway, so that was that was that was interesting. It was crazy oh, how much money that well. The search continues, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, I I know somebody that's really good with like soldering and hardware stuff. Maybe maybe we can find a, a busted up one that's not quite in the same condition that we can get uh, you know fixed up for you. you. Just you just say the word, old sport. You just say the word. <laughs> just say just say the word. Um. Yeah. Well, anyway, so that was, that's, that's my booth, uh, booth talking. Um, that's enough booth talk. Enough. Let's talk panels. Let's talk. Let's, let's, talk. let's do get it. your freak on. Let's get your freak on. Um, okay. So the, the main reason I was going to ever going to go to WonderCon in the first place wasn't because of the press stuff. Uh, it was because, uh, my father-in-law was invited, uh, Mitch shower, creator Ringer beavers name dropping. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, he, was invited to do to to do a panel. Well, uh, some folks who don't know that one who who Mitch is, uh, they also did know that he was a producer and character designer on the first season of Freakazoid, and which which he won that like the only show he's won an Emmy for. And so Tom Ruger, uh, who I think he's producer of of uh, Freakazoid, he's worked on Animaniacs, Tiny Toon Adventures. Uh, and Paul Rugg, were, uh, who does the voice of Freakasoid, he's a, a writer, Tiny Toons Ventures, etc. Invited him to do the panel with them. And, and it, when he was first telling us about it, he was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, you talk for half a second so I can let my dog out. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, 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 what did you do, Brandon? Uh, did you did you go to the panel? <laughs> yeah, I told I totally went to the panel. Yeah, I, we I I, t- I told I told him when he was telling us about it weeks ago. Like, oh, I mean that that that'd be that'd be fun, you know. Like, just let us know. Like, let me let me know. I'll I'll go with you, of course. Um, it, plus we have our our animation podcast that we're trying to set up. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna gonna hop on that train. Um, but he he ended up deciding he he is gonna go. He is gonna uh, take Tom up on his offer to to head out there. Then I got the press pass. Like, oh, cool. Like that makes it much easier. Don't have to worry about like trying to buy tickets or whatever. Sure. And uh, so yeah, Sunday was was when the panel. Um, and it was really cool. He gets he gets up there. He's with the stars of Freakazoid. They introduce him. Uh, they 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 didn't introduce him. His bio's messed up, or maybe they, they didn't know his bio correctly. And I was, I, I whispered to Chelsea, like, they need to work. He needs to work on his bio. I was <laughs> uh, like, eh, welcome to Mitch Shower, who worked on the show and uh, did some stuff. And then the next person, right? <laughs> um, but uh, no, like the, the panel is really cool. We started by like, there's two big ass screens uh, on on either side of the stage. Uh, they're like, okay, before we start the panel, there's one thing we got to do. We got to have a sing along. And then, so then they, they did the, and the intro to Freakazoid, you know, superhero extraordinaire, Freakazoid, Freakazoid, like everybody sing along, you know, freak me, freak you. (laughs) And, uh, they, they, so they told some stories. They had some like memos from Steven Spielberg because he's the one that it was, it was his show of essentially, um, And uh, some really cool, just go behind the scenes talking about the show. What's really interesting, uh, and I, I'm excited to someday talk about this on our animation podcast, is just how quickly that show was developed and uh, produced and released. Because I think they were saying that like uh, they came up with the idea in like March of that year, and then it was supposed to be released by September an entire first season of a show was supposed to be (laughs) from March to September needed to be released. Now, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but was Freakazoid, did it start as a bit on Animaniacs? No, no, it was its own, it was his own, own thing. And it was meant to be like, it's not, it's not Warner brothers. It's not, it it does. It's not uh, Marvel. It's just its own, just, just its own thing. weirdo okay. um and so if you watch freakazoid they, they and they, they talked about this on the panel there is just like a lot of random stuff they're like whatever footage was there they needed to use because they needed they needed that if they were on it they, they were on a, they, no, they like, couldn't waste any time throwing away bits or throwing away work that had already been right done. and when you have like random images of like old movies or old, like obscure, just clips from like live action clips from stuff. It's just like, fill it in, (laughs) fill in the gaps, get in that 22 minutes. (laughs) Uh, So it was, it was, it was fun. It was fun. It was interesting. Uh, Some of the the QA um, showing, showing clips from some of the, uh, just from, from the show, some of the voice acting clips, (laughs) I guess Mitch did a, a voice on it at one point in time where he was Lonnie Talbot, who is a, it's a reference to the Wolfman. And so he, he voice acted the Wolfman, uh, which was basically just like, Oh, 
so solid um, stuff. Yeah, solid t- top notch. Uh, so I'm I'm curious because you know you talked about how WonderCon is associated with San Diego Comic Con, and SDCC started as more of a you know legit. I mean, it's I mean, it's the biggest comic con there is now, but it used to be very focused on comics and then it's grown into covering all sorts of pop culture, movies, it's you name it. There, I mean, lots, lots of different things. In, movies. At San Diego. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Mm-hmm. Does does WonderCon have more of a, um, does it have the same sort of vibe or does it tend to stick more towards like comic work or, or animation? Is, is there like live action stuff that they're promoting or like? Is that stuff kind of get withheld more for down in San Diego? I think it is more more geared towards the comics and the artists. Sure. Um, I there may have I mentioned like Batman the Night Doom came to town or whatever that is. Um, they they did show that they just showed a, I think a, maybe a couple other things, but they're very minor, right? They're not like showing. Mm-hmm. Hey, check out Hall H. We're gonna show you a special sneak peek from. Uh, we're going to outline the entire next phase of the MCU. And, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Which they don't do anymore anyways. Cause that's why they have uh, D 20, but, um, yeah. but uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, but, yeah, right. whatever. I'm not a Disney, whatever guy. Disney nerd. God, I got all these, all these are all Disney characters. Um, So it, it's much more, it's more, much more geared to, towards that kind of fandom. Um, right on. They had, they had some power Rangers there. Uh, so that was that was a thing. Um, yeah. What I want I wanted I wanted to say something, and it's not gonna be interesting anymore. But who, who no, talked who, to you? That's right. Who tell me about uh, who talked to you the longest because they saw you at a press pass and they felt like they wanted <laughs> to get their information out there. We talk, okay. So so going back to like the booth thing, the other the other thing I noticed because I was taking a step back as, as Chelsea was going in to, to look at the artwork and then she ended up starting to talk to people. 
I would I would notice them and I would like keep kind of an eye on the people that whose booths she was going to. And there was like this little subtle eye looking down from the people who were working the, the booths, looking down at the pass, seeing the brown press, and then looking back up and then starting a conversation about <laughs> like, oh, I'm working on this comic uh, type of thing. Um, and that has to be exhausting. It has to be exhausting to be those 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 people. We did a booth at, at Amazing uh, Hawaii Comic Con year one, and with with our with our butcher paper pens and pencils, people drawing on stuff. And we weren't all we were being like, we have a podcast, you can listen to us if you want. We have nothing to sell, and even that was tiring, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so to be in that situation, to be like, I want. I need to get my thing sold in order to have a career and to make a living. And then seeing things like, I want to get my name out there to this press. <laughs> Apathetic enthusiasm. Wow. They must be really important. I've never heard of them. Uh, <laughs> must, must be very, very, very tiring. It's probably something foreign, some, some <laughs> foreign press. Yeah. But yeah. you know, well, good, good. Um, I, wanted, I wanted to. I mean, I think that's a good, uh, kind of a good segue into uh, one of my one of my favorite interactions of, of the weekend was one of these guys that we know. Is, we mentioned amazing Hawaii Comic Con uh, when we're out in Hawaii. They do. They have an amazing, uh, amazing Las Vegas Comic Con as well. It's it's Jimmy J and Jimmy J. We interviewed him a long, long time ago. Him and him and his brother, uh, they're the ones who run the the amazing series of comic cons. And he, I I I knew this and I forgot about it until I was towards the end of the day looking for a gift for my brother and I was just like scanned like just I dished the family. I'm like I'm gonna go walk by myself. I'm gonna scan and I'll find something. And in that in that little fast scanning. I noticed Jimmy and uh, his longtime uh, co-worker. I forget his name, but he's just you would recognize him if you saw him. And you're like, oh, that guy, yeah. that guy who is just always so quiet and never says anything. But like, I feel like if you you cross him, he will he, you will find yourself dead he's, in a ditch. He's the muscle. He's the muscle. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I saw but I saw Jimmy. I was like, oh, shit, that's right. Jimmy's Jimmy's here. Um, and uh, so big, big, big booth, lots of comics. And uh and I was like, I I took a little selfie. I was like, Travis, look at Jimmy. It's Jimmy. Like, uh, the introvert part of me was like, don't, don't say anything. Just, just walk away. But the other part was like, I know him. Well, we've, we've talked before. Um, he's, yeah. com he's commented on my Facebook posts. Let's hit, let's hit, let's hit him up. So I w just went up and like, he recognized me right away. Um, and then we, we talked for a bit and that was really, really good. Like it was, it was so cool to like see somebody especially for for us having he, he's like he's a big part of the the start of the show like he didn't start the show but he was like sure. in in that in that baby phase of, of our our podcasting career that it was like well, weird full circle you know i i will say something about for for starters jimmy j his and and his brother bill like they they were so kind to us and so generous in terms of when we were first starting out, we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know what the right like moves were to try and like get involved with things like conventions yeah. and stuff like that. And um, it just so happened that in the same year that we started a podcast, they started their first 
Comic Con in Hawaii. And so we were like, well, we'll get a booth. Like, we'll let's get a booth there and then we'll just get our name out to people who are interested in pop culture stuff. And that's what we were talking about at the time. That's what we're still talking about. Come on. <laughs> um, and so f- in that way, it was like, we just kind of got our foot in the door. We used that uh, experience to kind of meet some people. We went to another convention as well um, in Hawaii with where we got a press pass for that. And, and that kind of helped build our confidence in interviewing people and uh, getting a little bit more behind the scenes. But by the second amazing Comic-Con, Jimmy J just like, threw the doors open for us. He he sat down for that interview. We, we got press passes for that event. We they put us on a panel. They put you on like a main stage panel to interview. <laughs> yeah. Chris, uh, Chris who was it? Chris Claremont from the X-Men. Chris Claremont, X- yeah. X-Men fame. Like just. And now that, that, that like that was so, 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 so cool. Uh, and I was so woefully unprepared for that panel. Uh, that, I mean, you, you, you know, everybody who was there yes. had to have known as well. Uh, but it was like, we had just come off of what, what was it? It was a panel about, uh, DC movies, uh, like comic, it, it, com- it was comic about movies? comics in the, in movies. Right. I mean, we're yeah. talking 2016 at this point. Yeah. So even like the Marvel cinematic universe was still, I mean, it had been around for a while. The Avengers movie had come out probably five years prior or something like that. The first Avengers. But like this was right in the ramp up to, you know, yeah, Infinity it, War type stuff, like Zach all of that Snyder's stuff. Justice and, League, you know. Yeah. And so so we talked a lot about that <laughs> stuff and um, talked a little bit about television and stuff like that. But we. Yeah. With with Placo. Know, they, Placo they threw us on, on there. there. Yeah. And, and, and so I, I think what that did for us is it. It helped in a lot of ways for us feeling like, yeah, we we could probably do some of these things that we were either unsure of or not not exposed to. Uh, it helped build connections with with people that I, I think I think you and I are both still um, friendly with and 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 have have reached out to. Yeah. And and so yeah, I think yeah, it's just Dallas really awesome and, and, and old uncanny, you know? Yeah. All, 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 so, the, all those folks, the, the Power even Rangers, even just the local, the, the local like comic book scene in oh, in yeah. Hawaii at the time, and like um, we became regulars at the the comic shop downtown and and stuff like that. So um, no, that was that, and that him bringing that convention to Hawaii was a huge part of that. So yeah, it's awesome that he was there, that you got to to hang out with him a little bit, and. Uh, yeah, really rooting for him because because that their conventions were were growing. They were mm-hmm. they were moving really uh, well. They were expanding. They had a lot of things planned, and then obviously twenty twenty and COVID happens. Yeah, and yeah. Conventions don't really become popular for a few years. So uh, I know that they've got like the return to Hawaii planned. Yep. Uh, Vegas, I think, is still going strong. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm at, sure, at the end I'm of sure April, continue. Yeah. Yeah, so, when I when I was when I was talking to Jimmy at at the convention, uh, some some guy walked up. I was like, "Hey, Jimmy, uh, you know, you have any you have any booths uh, for Vegas next month?" And he looked over at, uh, "Damn it, I really sorry, man. Not that you're listening, but if you do, I'm sorry. I forget your name. Uh, the bodyguard uh, with because he's got like that newsy cap, right? Uh, and mm-hmm. I mean, he. I'm scared of him. I'm still scared of him, but he was." 
he just looked over. Jimmy looked over at him. He looked over at Jimmy and he just did the just a just a uh, quiet, silent. No, <laughs> there's no space for him. Uh, and but Jimmy's he, he's just so nice. He's like, ah, you know, sorry, man. Like, we just we don't have any space. And then when I was leaving, he's like, so good to see you, man. It's always good to see you. Like every time I every time I talk to you, I'm just like, man, why don't I hang out with that guy? <laughs> and and I saw, shot him a message this morning. He's like, no joke. You've the high one of, one of the highlights of my con. I'm like, this motherfucker, like he's just a flatterer. What a guy. That's so, so so nice. Anyway. By the way, if you need any panel hosts in Las Vegas, yeah, Jimmy. Uh, I am offer only, but uh <laughs> just uh, hit me up. Just let me know. Just let me know, Jimmy, if you if you need some help. But anyway, so uh, it's only a short, like sixteen hour drive for me to get to Vegas. So it's like four, you know. four or five, maybe for me. Um, brag about it. Yeah. Anyway, so that that's yeah. WonderCon. That that was that was my WonderCon. Wonder. Experience. It was wonderful. Was it wonderful? There were there were uh, we did talk to uh, a good amount of people in in the booths. There are. Uh, this is one thing I always do. I always collect business cards because. I have this hope that I never actually realize of, of reaching out to everybody and making sure I follow them and maybe, you know, just try to get a hold of them. Uh, yeah. I have reached out to a few of the folks that I did talk to this, this weekend, just to say like, Hey, I was there. You probably don't remember me, but we talked about Rod Serling and uh, you also said, thank you so much for breeding because you're awesome. Uh, the three of you, because your kid knows who the, what the twilight zone is and he knows what futurama is so you're doing something right um but anyway anyway it was it was fun i i i wonder kind of transitioning into san diego if if we will have any kind of passes for for san diego the second we get that email you let me know (laughs) because uh yeah i I will start figuring out arrangements. Tickets are booked at that moment. Yeah. 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 So fingers crossed. Keep all your fingers yeah. crossed for us. Um, and 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 to reassure the listener, if we get press passes, we'll go. We'll, we'll go with a plan. I will make sure we get plenty of content while we're there. <laughs> we uh, we'll have a we'll have a plan that 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 time. It was just, it was unexpected. It was unexpected. That's it fair. was it was nice. Uh, so you said there's a lot of cosplayers there. Do you feel like being in or near LA? Are there are people that go like really over the top with their cosplay? Like, are there like, or or did it feel pretty standard for what you're used to seeing at other conventions? No, it, it felt pretty standard. I don't I didn't see anything that was like, oh that. That's amazing. I've never seen it before. Matter of fact, I think maybe. I mean, there were there were there were some really good cosplay. I won't I won't downplay any of that. Um, but I was more. I had seen cooler things at like MegaCon, uh, out in Orlando. Not saying it's a better, but just yeah. saying that I saw cooler things there. But also, it may have just been the relative size of the event or something. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Or because it was Sunday, maybe people are like, I don't want to cosplay anymore. I just want to walk. I, I've already worn all my costumes. I just want to wear a onesie and visit booths. So, so it's a real, real sides, real quick side story. Uh, I, I talked about the mutant fam hangout last week 
where we we hung out over at a coffee shop in NoHo talking about horror films. Well, yeah. uh, we were hanging out watching Mitch. So after the Mitch's panel, he went back to Tom Ruger's table and he was drawing stuff for for fans uh, in, in autographing stuff. And while we're waiting there, some girl walked up. She's like, oh, hey, oh, this is so cool. And on her badge on the bottom were like ours said press and it was brown. She had a little, a ribbon that said mutant on it. And, and it was like in yellow or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Chelsea's like, Oh, mutant fam. Are you a mutant fam? <laughs> and there's like, what? No, what? no, no, no. I, I cosplay as rogue yesterday. <laughs> and so they gave me a, a mutant, uh, <laughs> mutant sticker. <laughs> and, uh, and Chelsea and I were like, oh, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That, uh, that's I cool. guess that makes sense in context <laughs> yeah. uh, as well. Yeah. Yes. That makes, that makes sense. Fair and then enough. that, then that person flew away. Because <laughs> he, he was rogue. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good. Okay. Well, uh, anything else in your life that's exciting or happening? Um, because for me, I just ran a lot this week. And my legs hurt. And I'm sad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sad. I've, I'm fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I just, I just have been running a lot. Um, so yeah, you, you one wanna... month left, one month left, and I can stop talking about running. We talked about uh, AI last week a, a little bit. Was it last we week? Did. Um, I, I mean, every week we talk about AI. Okay. I did finally get access to the Spotify AI oh. DJ. Okay, all right. Um, so, so I'm up, I'm up on that train. Nice. Um. My teenager got it before me, uh, which makes sense because she basically lives on Spotify. But before I got a family premium plan on Spotify so that I could have like five separate accounts, my children would use my Spotify account to listen to music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've been a loyal Spotify customer for years and years and years and years. I got to be close to a decade now, if not longer. Got to be close to it, if not longer. (sighs) If not longer. And (laughs) the AI DJ does not necessarily know my musical tastes from the plethora of other people in my household that have utilized my subscription in the past. So... AI DJ comes in. Hey, I'm your AI DJ. That's right. I'm going to be flipping through some of your favorites and providing you all sorts of musical interests. Okay, here we go. Let's start back with some of your favorites from way back in 2016. Here's a bunch of music from the Disney Channel. (laughs) And then then it's like. Let it go. (laughs) Yeah. um, We're going to play your top Spotify artist uh artist right now here it is taylor swift and i'm like all right yeah that's right that's spot on Uh, (laughs) that's that is accurate it's it's not right it's not wrong um but yeah so so i have to hit that dj button a few times to be like oh okay let's play some classic rock here we go and then something from like the wall plays and i'm like okay all right yeah and then and then once we get into the right zone for whatever the vibe is it does great. And it picks songs that I like. Um, have you seen these tailored, customized playlists 
that Spotify is producing now as well. Uh, the Verge released a story about it this week. Um, I had actually been using them for a few weeks now while I was waiting for the DJ. Um, and I use them a lot on my runs, but have, have you dabbled with any of these generated playlists? I don't necessarily know. I know that, uh, Matt and I have a playlist that, (laughs) uh, but so what happens for me is I will like want to listen to a certain genre of music or type of music. And so I will go to the search bar and click playlists and then search for 2000s punk pop, pop punk or whatever. Right. All right. Or I will search for plosive peas on the pop punk. Right. (laughs) And I, I will search 1970s rock. I will search for something like that, right? Well, there are playlists that other people have created that you can, that they've shared that you can play. Okay. But recently they have started being one or two down from the top selections, a generated playlist that Spotify creates for you. They're usually two to three hours long. And they can get like oddly specific. So if you search for, I don't know, ska music from Southern California or something, or I don't know. (laughs) I don't know other, like what's an obscure music genre that you can think of? Uh, I don't, um, we'll say uh americana from colorado springs and albuquerque <laughs> okay with, i don't know if it'll get that specific with but with lots of extra you know uh tambourine <laughs> songs that feature the tambourine from the pacific northwest um yeah so anyway they're cool i use them i i run with them the ones that are three hours long are exciting, except for when I have my long runs, because then when I start to hear the same song more than once, I realize I've been running for too long. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I, I for for the company I'm working with right now, uh, you know, AI is, is is big and like every if you go to LinkedIn, you go to Twitter it's taking our jobs, <laughs> it's taking our jobs. Everyone's our clutching their, are falling off, clutching their AI pearls. Uh Anyways, like you can you could find just so many posts about uh you know, like here's a top ten AI things and and like in audio and video and productivity and blah 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 blah. Um anyway, so a lot of companies now are like they're they're looking at that and they're like they're leaning into it. Like, how can we use this? How can we uh utilize these things to make our business processes faster, et cetera, et cetera? Um, and one of the things I do with the company is I'm looking at like how to use, like do some marketing stuff, make shorter videos out of their longer videos. So they have like these long talks with, with industry leaders uh, and they're like 30 to and minutes to an hour long, similar to our podcast. Sure. And they want to like make bite-sized video clips to put on LinkedIn or Twitter or, or Instagram. Um, and so last week I, I started by, I went to Descript, which is a very popular service 
uh, and it's I, I I took one of their videos, their hour long videos. I put that in there. I broke it down. It was really really cool. Like you can uh, you see the script and say the the line is I want a choco taco, but you want to you're like ah don't say choco, <laughs> say uh, tamaco. You can go in there and you can just type backspace with the the choco type in tamaco and then it'll like the ai whatever portion of it will be like i like tamaco tacos um so anyways that that's that's one thing but then you have to take that video that you crop down from an hour that is now like a, a minute or so and then you have to put that it's like davinci resolve or adobe uh, you have to make that into its own video and then render it so all that process takes like if if you know what clip you want to hear from, okay, then it could be pretty quick. But if you don't, if you're like searching for content, you're like, what is interesting to hear out of this video? That's going to take you a while to like scan and listen and be like, uh, no, yeah. nah, no, no. So today I went in there and I looked at some well, yesterday, today, looked at some different AI tools, uh, video, AI, uh, to capture AI and, and a couple other ones. And it's so, 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 so cool. So we talked about at the very, very front of the show, you might be seeing videos on our LinkedIn and our, our Twitter and our uh, Instagram now. It's because I'm testing this capability out on the, on the AI, on video.ai, going to YouTube, uploading a YouTube video. It automatically, after like 10 minutes or so, extracts 15 to 20 scenes from our podcast that it's already like, this is a highlight. And then it tells us what the highlight is. It has a, a title on there, like Creed, the Rocky cinematic universe. It's already there. And it's a yeah. minute long. It could put it into a real format, like a, like a tall one, like you're looking at your phone or a square format or a panoramic format. And then you just download it. And then you put it out on your buffer or your Hootsuite or, or just post it directly to your, your social media. And it's that, yeah it is that that fast and it's 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 incredible to me but um so anyways i just wanted to point that out if you're seeing a lot more videos it's because it is so much faster and efficient for us to do that um because of ai that's i mean that's that's really cool when you were showing me how it was working earlier today i was i was really impressed and and the level of options again this technology is still relatively new um, so it's crazy to think of what, what the possibilities are and where, where it could go one to 10 years from now. It's, uh, yeah, we'll be out of a job. Uh, so it, it, it'll be great. It'll be great. We'll I'm, just have to manage the AI at that point. I made, uh, I'm, I used one in one of the AI services, What it was, was instead of like uploading a video and then it, uh, will like pick a clip from that video. This one was you give it a script, you uh, you give it a script or it'll generate a script for you based off of a, a title. And then it'll make it'll put together a bunch of like B-roll and then an AI voice to narrate it. And uh, I was talking to one of the uh, software engineers in, in the company and he and I were just talking about like, I don't he's like, I don't want to like lead the AI effort because pearl clutching. He's like arguing for using Arguing to use AI as a tool is like arguing to use a shovel instead of rocks to dig a hole. <laughs> yeah. 
And I'm like, yeah, no, I love that. I love that. Yes, that's exactly right. Like, why are you, why are you like, no, I want to use this rock to dig this hole. No, no, no shovels are going to take my rock job. Um, and so taking that line, I, I was like, I went into like chat GPT. I was like, Hey, write me a, like a video script about why, how DevSecOps is like DevSecOps with AI is like using a shovel instead of a rock to dig a hole. And then it gave me a script. I took that script in like 20 seconds. I put it into this other uh, video AI thing. It fed it through. It created an AI little voiceover with B-roll footage. And now I have a video that it's like, do you think that DevSecOps is great? It is, but it can be better. It's like digging a hole with a shovel. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, it's super cool. I can actually post that that video somewhere uh, because it's it's non proprietary. But um, to be fair, the shovels are not perfect yet. <laughs> to but be fair, give it time. Give it time. We'll have some really nice shovels. Give it here, time uh, in the future. Um, well, yeah, that is, I think that's going to do it for this episode. A uh, couple of quick uh, shout outs. Um, Grumpy Shih Tzu over on the Twitch subscribing for another 12 months. You big thanks. Rad Black, you. Big thanks. Um, and then Zatchmo uh, hanging out for a little bit uh, as well. Thanks for thanks for coming back. Um, yeah, and I think that's that's going to be the episode. We are, we are going to go <laughs> and, and do some postcode some post-co, some post-show <laughs> content. And I'm going to, uh, we're going to have a discussion about uh, that infamous individual from back in our early Comic-Con days um, <laughs> that uh, may or may not uh, want us to talk about him. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, that's going to do it. If, 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 you, if you're on Twitch, make sure you stick around. If you're a patron, uh, head over to patreon.com to check out that post show. And until next time, I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to me talk so much longer than I I'll am. have content next time. Yay. Bye. <laughs> All right. Bye. <laughs>